Good morning, good morning, Charmers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy Monday, you guys. Oh my goodness, I feel so much better today. <sighs> you guys, I can take in a full breath without coughing like crazy. You know, I, I feel a little energetic today. I feel like I got my energy back. I feel just amazing. I actually got to do, you know, I have enough strength to be able to meditate and everything else um, this morning. So I am really elated, you guys, to just feel like I'm becoming myself again. I feel so good and I, I could almost cry, but I'm not going to. And um, just also a warning, my cats are really frisky right now. So if you hear, you know, them all this thumping and hissing and tumbling all over the place, it is them um, because they just love to do this right when I'm about to record an episode. But I just want to tell you guys, happy Gemini season. Gemini season officially kicked off on May 21st, you guys. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we're already in the third sign of the Zodiac Wheel. Um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, y'all know how I feel about Taurus season. I love Taurus season, but Taurus season, I don't think loves me. And I also feel that in Taurus season, that is usually my time to kind of, you know, be slow, be present, be more focused, you know, be more in the feminine. And not saying you can't be in the feminine any other time, but I feel like to me, like Aries season and Gemini season is, you know, that time to be in the masculine, which makes a lot of sense, you know, because Gemini and Aries are masculine signs and Taurus is a feminine sign. And so that's why I have been really using um the you know, the polarities of the um, signs, you know, like the fe- the feminine polarity and the, uh, the um, masculine polarity, because I feel like that's what works well with that particular season. Like for, for me, I felt really in my feminine, you guys, I was cooking. I mean, like, not like I don't cook every day, but I really got like extra creative in that in Taurus season. I um, was resting a lot. I was really, um, you know, like making sure I put effort into my appearance and all that other good stuff. And yeah, so I just, I don't know. I felt like it was more of a slower paced time, but now we are officially in Gemini and you guys know what Gemini is. Gemini is mutable air. This is air that is free, free flowing, moving so fast all over the place. Like all air is free, uh, free flowing, but you know, fixed air, I always feel like it's just, you know, air that's in a home, you know what I mean? That's Aquarian air, like, it's, it's, it's contained air, you know, it's, it's, it's like an oxygen bottle contained air, you know, but this is mutable air, this is the air that's outside, that's blowing in the breeze, and all that good, yummy stuff, so, um, you know, it's about communication, it's about, you know, getting things done, um, Focusing on some projects, really uh, enhancing your social media presence, if that's what you're trying to do, like working on like your online businesses, working on like, you know, that influencer status, really communicating with people, really learning new things and all that stuff. So 
Um, Gemini season is it, it, it's 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 fun. It's it's very lighthearted. It's very fun and playful, and you know, you gotta love it. You just gotta love it. And with that said, um, now that I am feeling better and stuff, I am definitely going to have to switch up my, um, my, um, vision board. I've been switching up my vision board guys by the Zodiac year, uh, Zodiac, uh, oh my God, Zodiac sign. Um, because I feel like it kind of brings me into that energy of like Aries season. Like for Aries season, I had a lot of, um, you know, like, um, red colors and uh very sexy looking you know like you know like femme fatale kind of looks and um like exercising working out um you know like set like goal stuff like all the stuff that I wanted to achieve for this year and then for Taurus season I had a lot of the divine feminine like a lot of feminine things like looking very um like feminine colors like pinks and like greens and the farmer's market and dresses and healing, you know, cause earth is about healing as well, like plants and all of that stuff. And now this time I know for sure I'm going to put, um, some like, you know, like, uh, social media stuff and communication and group things and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, we will see. So I'm supposed to test, um, myself, waiting for tomorrow because um tomorrow is officially my last day technically my last day to stay inside was five days ago um because uh the cdc says you only have to stay five days but i like to you know i love people so i don't want to go out somewhere and i'm still testing positive and possibly spreading like that stuff i would never forgive myself if it was you know like that so I'm I'm staying in for the full 10 days. That's, you know, exactly how much you need to stay in. After that, you have to just, you know, make sure you test negative and all that good stuff. So, but of course, you guys know that with this beginning, the Gemini season, we always start with um, our rising edition, which is the main focus of season two, of course. And so I'm going to be reading from two books, and that's The Secrets of Your Rising Sign by William Lamb. This is the best rising sign book that I could find, you guys. I wish I had way more, but unfortunately I don't. And um, also the rising Gemini Rising uh, Crystal from Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac. Use birthstone to enhance your life. So I'm going to start off with that one because it is the rising version of that mug. Uh, okay, let's see. So here we go. You know, we're getting close to the end of this um of this season, you guys, season 2. Um it ends in after Cancer season. Um we we're going to start Leo with moon signs or officially I decided to officially do moon signs. Uh cuz we we're now, you know, we obviously did sun signs for the first season, rising sign for the second, and now we're in the moon signs. So, um, as we keep going, you know, we're going to go like Mercury, Mars, you know, like Jupiter, um, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so I hope you guys are ready for that. Um, I have lots of things for moon signs, so, um, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but okay, so Gemini Ascendant, your Ascendant Crystals, Gemini ascent, uh, risings are kyanite, 
And there's many different colors of that. And before I read, <laughs> I'm going to give a um, shout out to uh, uh, my wonderful crystal shop. You guys, I have a wonderful crystal shop, Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. And um, I have actually started a new type of way of wrapping crystals. So there's two different ways. I have two different styles of crystals that you could purchase up there for wrapping. Um, the newest one I've really been in love with. I'm like wearing one right now. I'm wearing a citrine uh, that I uh, wrapped with the new style. It, it really looks very elven and witchy and magical looking, you guys. I... It's very boho-y. That's what I like. Um, the other one that I was doing is more minimalist, if you're into that. Um, but um, I really think you guys love it. But, um, you know, take a look. I just put up, um, what was it? A little bit ago, I put up a Herkimer diamond up there, and it's still available. Um, um, it's a nice, beautiful piece that I made. Um, there's also... Still some Moldavite, still some Carnelian, some purple Labradorite flashes, like pinkish purple Labradorite flashes. You guys, those are rare, so you can really jump on those. I also put up some crystals with a new style. I put up, um, I think it was like four or five of them, because the Herkimer, of course, that's a pricey um, stone, so of course that's not going to be extremely cheap. I think it's like 60 bucks or something like that, but the other ones I put up... Um, I put up a um, little mini uh, green appetite, I believe is um, only $20. Um, I put up a blue appetite. Um, what else? Uh, gosh, there's a few, but there there's some crystals up there right now that I just put up there, you know, like kind of like, um, I guess a sale somewhat, um, but it's not going to stay sale, but it's literally, there's four crystals up there that's from $11 to 20 bucks, and they're high quality crystals, because I don't get fake shit, so, um, let me see, uh, which one it is for you guys, but, um, yeah, I, I put up very high quality, um, stones, none of them are fake, and, um, they all, um, yeah, so I have the Herkimer. Yeah, there's a blue Celestite up there. That's only $11, you guys, and it's wrapped in the the new style. It's very beautiful. Um, yeah, I have the blue Appetite, um, th which is only $20. The green Appetite, which is only $15. And then a Carnelian, uh, which is only 20 bucks. So, <laughs> I mean, those are steals, especially because I put in, um, you know, some work. And... Um, I did those because um, I, I made them cheap, number one, because uh, they're a little bit smaller stones. Um, and um, it was like practicing the new wrapping style on it. So I hadn't perfected that yet. I'm a lot, lot better now because I had so much time to practice uh, being stuck in the house. So I'm really good at it. So other than that, like depending on the stone as well, um, they may not be that cheap. So that is like a steal, you guys. So if you want to check those out, then by all means, visit Alari Sky Jewelry at um, Etsy. And that's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. And also, uh, since, you know, I just said that Kyanite is your 
ascending crystal for Gemini risings, I actually do have a blue kyanite up there um, that is wrapped in uh, um, um, sterling silver wire wrap. So, you know, jump on it if you like. I mean, you know, support your girl if you like, or just, you know, just visit, just take a look, you know, let me know what you like and what you don't, and therefore I can know when to get better at. All right, so let's start. So, meeting the world. Okay, a Gemini ascendant is instantly recognizable because your impact on the world or the mass behind which you hide involves words and gestures. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me, you guys, that snuck up on me. All right, but luckily I won't go into a coughing fit like last time. I'm so sorry about that, you guys. Um, For the last episode, truly, I was struggling because whenever I would cough, I'd go into a coughing fit. So that, that episode was done and like, I had to keep cutting it off every 15 to seven minutes. So um, I had to keep restarting. And that's why it seems like I'm repeating things probably. And also it was just, it took out a lot of energy on me. So I am happy you guys are listening to it and I apologize. And I also wanted to, um, make a, um, (laughs) I I fucked up when I told you guys when I'm starting uh, grad school. I noticed because I re-listened to that episode a while ago and I was like, I think I said March, um, March 30th, which obviously we know that's not true. I meant to say May 30th, May 30th. So basically next Monday, um, which is crazy because it's a holiday, but I guess that's how that school works. But yeah, I started school on March 30th, oh my god, May 30th, what the fuck is up with March? Come on, Tasha, come on. Anyways, um, yeah, May 30th, next Monday, so uh, I just want to kind of give you guys a heads up about that, that I'm probably going to have to start to schedule certain days for me to record and do things. I'm going to have to be really on top of stuff because it's going to be a lot of work and I have to really tap into that Virgo Mars of mine and really get um, disciplined and organized and shit like that. Like I can't afford to be bullshitting and getting myself behind and all that because I still want to be able to have fun during summer. I don't know why. I kind of thought about it. I was like, why the fuck did you choose to start in summer quarter? Why? And I was just like, I don't know. I just wasn't really thinking. I was just excited about it and plus I want to get done you know ASAP you know how I am I don't want to bullshit um it's not really a long program at all so the faster I get done you know the faster I start the faster I get done so um I'm supposed to be class of 2025 uh if I can get that as they said technically 2024 but because um I think they said the school year (coughs) (coughs) excuse me (coughs) I'm so sorry but um <clears throat> Let me take a sip because, man, it feels like I want to go to a coughing fit, even though I haven't in a while. There we go. <clears throat> but they said technically it's like 2024, but they have to put 2025 because it cuts off at a certain point. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. But yeah, it cuts off at a certain point after a while. 
Okay, I had a pause. I went into a little coughing fit, so I apologize for that. So I'm just going to start over because I think I only got through the first sentence anyway because I went into a uh, tangent a little bit about my correction of grad school. So yeah, I'll be starting um, May 30th. And so yeah, like I mentioned, I'm going to have to kind of clean up this podcast where I actually have it scheduled instead of just popping on whenever I want. So, (laughs) Um, okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the Gemini sentence as meaning the world. A Gemini Senate is instantly recognizable because your impact onto the world, oh, on the world or the mask behind which you hide involves words and gestures. Most people with Gemini Senate talk with mouth and hands with an insatiable curiosity and report on the world and yours is the multifaceted ascendant that is the born salesperson or the fixer. A Gemini Senate tends to be jack of all trades and master of none. You are simply too interested in everything to spend time studying one particular thing in depth. So this is very true. Uh, and, and that's what I like to call that. Um, especially, um, I kind of understand because I have um, a lot of my planets. Um, I have a lot of planets in, not a lot, lot, but it's enough. Uh, it, it could almost, technically, like, if I were to go by, um, not whole signs of uh the zodiac wheel, you know, where it cuts off at a certain point. Technically, I would have a third house stellium. But because I go by whole signs, that makes it where I don't because I only have um I'll only have less planets in the third house a little bit cuz it's it's 3 to 4 to be considered a stellium. I in my opinion, especially as astrologer, uh, learning astrology, um, the one that I learned says like four or more, some say three or more. Um, I would, I have three when it's considered a whole sign, but if it's not, I would have four. So that would almost make me a stellium. Um, but I, I'm not, um, but I have three planets in, um, in, uh, the third house. So I completely relate to that because I I am one that does that. Like you guys heard me on this podcast. It's still to this day, I still have <laughs> I have a um I have a finance uh class that I'm doing. I um I am still working on my master herbo- uh, herbology class, my naturopathic cer- certificate certification, um my uh nutrition coaching certification. Um, my, uh, my advanced astrology cert, my, uh, relationship astrology cert, and now, um, I'm back in grad school. So you see that? So jack of all trades, like I know, and I read this stuff, but master of none, I have not completed, um, all those. I've only completed the beginning astrology one. That's why I haven't started doing, um, uh, that's why I kind of laid off of the, um, because I do have a um, natal chart reading business, which I can do that because I graduated from the natal chart reading one, the beginning astrology. But um, I want to be able to do advance and relationship um, too. And it's just a lot. I do. This is the kind of shit that I do all the time. It's the same thing I read. Like I'm reading five or six books at the same time. Um when I'm doing things, like, I'll be on the computer, eating, 
um, working on um, my business. I do everything all at one time, and that is so not good, you guys, because you do not, like, you don't master any of that shit. Like, um, I'm trying to get myself where I can focus on one thing at a time, but it's so fucking hard because if once I get bored or once it starts to feel stale to me, then I move on to the next thing, so not good and that's like you know the natural ruler of the third house of course is Gemini so um oh my microphone fell out of my ear but um yeah so I I can I completely understand but like you gotta master something eventually Gemini's like eventually you got to you know so okay so it says a Gemini sent to okay. You are you are simply too interested in everything to spend time studying on a particular thing in depth. Unless you, unless your sun sign is particularly one pointed, your ascendant superficiality can be a handicap. But the good news is that your ascendant crystal kyanite has the power to cut through superficial superficial superficiality to reach the core it can also encourage your attunement to the universal mind promoting spiritual maturation and personal integrity so um that's why it's good to have um i would highly recommend if you are a gemini ascendant to have a either wear a blue kyanite or to have it next to wherever you're working your workstation that way that energy can kind of help you focus and kind of calm your mind a bit um, so it says confidence tricks, you're lively and quick-witted. Gemini Senate has little need for confidence tricks. Although sometimes, some signs might well say that silver tongue Gemini invented the confidence trick. However, given your ascendance tendency towards little white lies, your kyanite crystal helps you to be confident that you always speak truth. Fairy Godmother blessings. The ability to communicate with anyone and everyone is one of the gifts Mercury bestowed on you at birth. Together with the ability to talk yourself out of and, and someone else into anything. With your quick wits, lively mind, and considerable versati- uh, for, versal- versatility, you, you adapt to possibilities and make the most of them. These qualities are supported by your Senate crystal, Kyanite, which increases your capacity for logical thought and intuition. The Gemini Mass, your communicative ascendant overcomes the most shy and retiring sun sign, but you may well use words to put up a barricade that prevents other people from knowing who you really are. Kyanite deepens your interaction with the world, facilitating greater self-expression. The Gemini Ascendant Meditation, so sit quietly holding your Kyanite, contemplate its ridges and blades, allow your eyes to go out of focus and your mind to quieten. Raise the kyanite to your third eye, the point between and slightly above your eyebrows. Feel the energy of the stone flowing into your mind. Allow the stone to attune your mind to the universal mind and the source of all knowledge. Heighten your natural intuition and your ability to make connective leaps of awareness. Tell yourself that whenever you need to know, you will pick up your ascendant crystal and it will provide this link to the universal mind. When you are ready, remove the crystal from your third eye. Picture a shutter closing over the third eye. Bring your attention back to the outer world. So that is it for um, the Gemini rising stone. Remember that stone is kyanite. There are different kinds of kyanite, by the way. So I would always say I, I always highly recommend 
for you to get the one that you feel like you connect with, the one that either draws your eye, and if you're in person, uh, the one that you're able to hold and connect with and all that good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the Gemini rising. Okay. So it says Geminins are the most curious creature on the planet. At their best, they're chatty, informed, congenial, sincere, and especially flexible people. They're the icing on the cake of the Zodiac. They're alert and open-minded enough to consider any and all options in their quest for fun and profit. These folks are pleasingly pleasant, Mr. Nice Guys, the friendly strangers on the elevator. They're courteous and conversant. And better yet, they're always willing to share at least a tidbit of information that will inform and amuse. Their ability to obtain interesting data and cordially disseminate it, it is powered by three major... Gemini characteristics, a love of intelligence, a silver tongue, and a delightfully breeze. Hi, how are you? Jitterbug, jitterbug uh, Gemini demeanor. They love to talk and communicate in every way between cities on highways and byways in discussion or while illustrating point and selling products in their glib and congenial manner on the, on the computer, they're naturals in the chat room. But as, but as, but as is the case with all sun sign egos, the rising sign personality has a perfect effect on these characteristics, enhancing, obscuring, or undermining them. Gemini's biggest weakness is a lack of focus. When these folks are dependable and ship, ship shape, they, they're held in high esteem. But when they spread themselves too thin, showing up late or not at all, and offering up a little more than some rambling nonsense or mindless chatter as excuse, they come off as flaky nitwits. Now, this is true. This can be the shadow side of a Gemini. And I've mentioned this before. Um, Geminis, you guys are, like I said, you guys are amazing. You guys are fun as fuck. Like, my Gemini friends are fun. And most of all, you guys are funny. Like, literally, I need to wear a diaper around you because you have me laughing so hard. I about almost pissed myself. So I love that about you guys. I love how everything is so fun and light and playful. That speaks to my Libra. You know what I mean? Like, Air signs love to just be laid back and have a good ass fucking time, not having no drama, no bullshit, right? Like that speaks to my sun sign there, you know? But the flaky part is the fucked up part, you know, because it's like, and I've had this happen a lot. Uh, You know, even my husband, his Gemini friends sometimes, you know, like they will, you know, like, like, oh yeah, I'm going to, we're going to do this. We're going to meet at this time. And they they get ghost like either they stayed up too late they couldn't wake up those are the typical excuses I heard oh I was too tired I couldn't wake up oh oh I didn't hear my phone this and that you know what I mean it's just like don't even like over explain it because you guys will do that you'll be like well it's because of this 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 and this and that is that and it's just like just say just tell me you were tired and you didn't feel like coming that's all you got to say I respect that way more than trying to make up some bullshit excuse that I know, you know, like I can read motherfuckers like a book. Like I know when you're lying. I, I just know like women's intuition, hashtag Libra, hashtag Pisces moon. You're not going to get over on lying. I may not call you out on it. Like at the time, depending on how bad it is, 
But I'll just sit there and I will stare at you. You're going to know that, damn. Because a lot of people be like, dang, you know, like when I kind of give them that look like, mm, you know, they're like, fuck, she sees through it. But it's like, just just be open, be open and honest, you know. Okay, so it says, um, focus, concentration, and determination are the keys here. Rising signs that decrease Gemini's ability to follow through with focus and, t- and determination need to be acknowledged and consciously tempered. Gemini's insatiable curiosity and penchant for gathering information can create a very well-informed person. But Geminians are often so eager to display their trove of trivia that they jump to conclusions before they've gotten the point. The complexities and nuances of the deeper meaning might totally elude them. When this happens, they cheat themselves of intellectual depth, their knowledge remaining shallow, incomplete, and superficial. The Geminians' uh, challenge is to take time to focus and to do so without dampening their light and lively enthusiasm. So yes, you guys, just, just, you know, just be yourself, you know, try not to get too gossipy, too into other people's business. Just allow yourself to, you know, just, you know, just come off. What is it? How am I saying it? My mind's jumping like all over the place. Basically, like, we know you're smart, Gemini, but sometimes when you're over, like, all over the place and, you know, you're, I don't know, when when you're just not, like, focused on the right thing, it comes off as, like, like I said, kind of, like, superficial. So, we know you're smart. Just take your time, you know, finish what you're doing and stay away from gossiping and spreading yourself thin and you should be chill you should be good all right you guys so gemini born around dawn and this is ooh a double gemini this is a gemini sign with a gemini rising and it says these people are busy-minded chatterboxes they're full of questions and they give new meaning to multitasking no one juggles two three or four things one at a time as efficiently as these quick-minded quick-moving flits around they might be unsettled, but they're incomparably pleasant. Geminians with Gemini rising are jitterbug Gemini through and through. They never get bored. They're always, they'll always find something that interests them, though many other astrological factors can influence the physical type. The usual Gemini youthful appearance and slightly built body are typical here. They love to be in motion, walking, jogging, or bicycling through the neighborhood, wavering to neighbors, or stopping briefly to chat. So... I wanted to mention this, like, um, I know in medical astrology, if you are, um, like, Gemini ascendant, um, Geminis are known to have a very lean, um, body because it's mutable air and air in medical astrology, it kind of, like, stretches the body, so it makes it more, like, lean, um, so they're known to be more lean and more, um, not really, uh, gain, uh, like, body fat or much because of you know like again mutable air and how it moves um they're constantly on the move uh, so they'll see they'll be they'll have more of like that lean muscled um kind of look or just being lean in general um so that's well known for gemini's um it's an air body so just kind of wanted to add that in there 
I don't know like many Gemini rising. So if you're Gemini rising, is that true? I'd, I'd love to know. Um, of course, this it may not be like that for everyone because, um, you know, um, everyone's different. So, um, but I would like to know if you're, if you're more on the lean side and you have a hard time gaining weight sometimes, let a girl know. I'd like to know, you know, just to see if it stands true. But anyways, uh, let's see. It says they love to be in motion, walking, jogging, or bicycling through the neighborhood, wavering to neighbors or stopping briefly to chat. Ping pong and tennis usually appeal to them. Anything that flits back and forth or change directions quickly is their bailiwick. The exercise of to and fro is even at work in Gemini's love of reading. These folks are often fast readers, adept at scanning words, but slowing down to absorb the meaning and return the information is very important. Their curiosity is balanced. They're often drawn to magazine and newspapers that offer up information in neat little packages. But it's easy for them to miss the point. Be ready to repeat yourself when talking to them. Their rush to finish the first article and move quickly to the second so they can share what they've learned can leave them totally oblivious to the heart of the matter. They'll miss the exit while eyeballing the roadmap, dooming themselves to 30 wasted minutes on a godforsaken side road, unwilling to ask the rushes for fear they'll appear stupid. Hmm, sounds like the story of my life. Um, and these uh, Geminins do love to drive. They'll be willing to give you a ride to the ends of the earth, and you'll definitely enjoy the trip. They love gadgetry too, whether it's at the fingertips on the on the dashboard or sitting in the entertainment center. Information giving gadget, gadgetry like global positioning systems, calculators, and computers are especially their cup of tea, eager to share with what they know and naturally pleasant. Geminians born around dawn are especially equipped to gather information and answer questions in positions such as telephone, directory, assistance, or classroom instruction. But a deliberate pursuit of mental focus is recommended if they're to be truly knowledgeable as opposed to scatterbrain. So I want to talk about that real quick, about how uh, Geminis, um, they don't like to have to ask questions and fear it makes them look stupid. Um, Don't do this, please, because as I mentioned, I have a few, like, a few planets in the third house and that really spoke to my soul (coughs) excuse me that really spoke to my soul when it said that because especially in school grade school when I was little if I didn't understand something I did not like to ask for help because I didn't want to look like an idiot and you know, as I got older, I got better. And then there was one point, um, I had to do some, some work on this. So that's why I want to, if this can help someone. I remember one time in college, you know, uh, you know, if you're taking social science or like psychology or anything, you have to take statistics. Statistics is not fucking easy at all. It's a very hard fucking class. And I am not ashamed to admit that I had to take that class twice. <laughs> um, I quit the other one before, um, like, I think like a few weeks before the quarter, mainly not because I didn't understand it, but it's because let me, for that one, basically like that class, I, 
it was hard for me. And I remember one time we were all studying something and the professor was like, yeah, if you, if you, if you don't understand, raise your hand. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to come out of my shell from years of being afraid to look stupid and raise my hand and say, I don't get it. I raised my hand and she kind of, she embarrassed me in my opinion, because she was like, oh, she was like, you don't understand. So what don't you understand? What Like, how do you not understand it? Like, basically, like I was like a alien for not understanding. And I was like, I just don't understand how you're getting this number. So she was like, but how? Why not? And I'm like, I want to be like, bitch, that's why I'm asking you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I'm lost here. I was like, I, I'm here until you got to a certain point, And then I don't understand how you're getting this number and how it's coming out this way. And so when she was doing that, you know, like I had a partner in class, uh, this wonderful girl named Savannah. Uh, she was just like, um, she kind of whispered. She was like, she was like, I'll show you how to do it. So she was like, how, how do you get it? I was like, you know what? I was like, never mind. Um, I, I'll, um, I have someone to help me with that. And after that, that fucking, the, the whole rest of that quarter for that class, I did not, even though I didn't get shit, I did not raise my hand because that made me humiliated because every, I do not like everyone looking at me at all. I don't like that. I don't like attention. You guys know that. I just don't fucking like it. I don't care if it's positive or negative. It's just, it's weird. I get very awkward. And so, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't ask for help for the rest of the the quarter and, uh, long story short, the only reason why I failed that class is not because I wasn't doing the homework and like my grades were bad. It's because we had a research project at the end of it and we were assigned to groups. This is why I hate working in groups after that. Um, we were assigned a group and in the group, we all had assignments of what part of the project we're going to work on. So I had to work on the, the participants and getting all their information for what we were, um, what we were researching. And I can't remember what it was. I, I think it had to do with like height and weight of something. Um, so I did my end. I gathered all the participants. I got all the uh, information from the participants that I needed to get. And then they they had their sections, right? So we kept in communication over school email and text message. And so after a while, you know, I, I was like, okay, you guys, I got all the participants. Um, does everyone else have their thing so we can meet up on, um, I think it was like the week before the project was due so that we can get everything done and we can work together and get this shit done. And I don't know why I'm going to, I'm so sorry. It's kind of, well, it's related, so it's not off subject, but... Long story short, after a while, everyone's talking at first, then slowly, one by one, people stopped responding. And so I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you guys, I was like, it's like two days before the project's due. Are we going to meet so we can get all this shit put together? So I get to class, don't see any of my fucking um, group except for one who's talking to the professor and so I was like, hey, I pulled him. He was like, hey, let me talk to you real quick. He was like, I'm just going to let you know that um, the group, uh, they uh, left the class. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, they were like, he was like, we were all failing. And um, we just figured that we're not going to, there's no point to do the project because we're failing. And I was like, you guys couldn't let me know this. You know, I was like, what the fuck? Like now I'm going to fail because the project was worth a lot of points. So I was already straddling, you know, like at a B, you know what I mean? And 
you had to have a 3.0 unless to pass that class because it's it's what you need for psychology and if I don't if I didn't do that project it would have just straight up dropped me down I think to like a a D I think like a D plus which is fail and I'm not going to fucking fail and ruin my damn grades when I at the time you know like I'm trying to you know I'm trying to get into UW. So I did a transfer degree at first. I did my associates at a community college and then I transferred to a university um, for the last two years because that's it makes it cheaper uh, as far as school, um, paying for school. So long story short, I, I talked to my professor and I told her, she was like, you're part of that group, aren't you? She was like, and there's no way you can get another group because all the other groups are about done. So I was like, now what am I going to do? And she was like, what, what I'm going to do for you is I'm just going to give you a letter, a, a letter grade, like a W or something like that. Like a, it was like a W or something where it makes it where it won't drop your GPA. Um, you just have to retake the, the class. And so that's what I had to do. I had to drop the class. She gave me the letter grade and then I just retook it in summer quarter. I had to end up taking a, a damn summer quarter and I passed with AP plus on that one. But Long story short, I felt like if I just would have opened my mouth a lot more and even talked to the professor about like, hey, you know, I did all this work, the group isn't doing shit, you know, I could have, you know, helped myself and maybe got to got myself where I wasn't at that 3.0 already, where I could have stayed around like a 3.5 or a 4.0 if I would have asked for help, but I didn't. So Gemini's out of that long story. Ask for help. You don't look stupid. It's actually the opposite. You look stupid when you don't ask questions or ask for help. So there you go. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. But anyways, um, okay, so the next one. Gemini born shortly after dawn. Uh, This is a Gemini with a cancer rising. Okay, so these people have all the congeniality of Gemini, but they're considerably more emotionally cautious and sensitive. This makes them more aware of how they're being received and gives them a willingness to adjust themselves to fit the the occasion. They love to be accepted. Cautious cancer avoids rejection like the plague. So they're very sensitized to their environment. In tandem with the Gemini ego, the inoffensiveness and unassuming demeanor of a cancer personality creates a gentle and well-intended person. Cancer is the mother goose of the Zodiac, so these Geminians take pleasure in catering to the needs of family and friends but they do but they do need to be on guard against letting cancer's workaholic nature and gemini's lack of focus merge in such a way that they get lost in their surroundings doing for others without noticing how they're being affected themselves geminians with cancer rising get so busy taking care of what they perceive to be their responsibility that they neglect their own ambitions Time alone to center, regenerate, and refocus is of paramount importance. They must be objective about how the people and things around them make them feel. Nostalgic, subjective cancer is always tempted to wander off and live in the past, especially when coupled with Gemini's sharp mind and memory. But while memory lane is sometimes a nice place to stroll, too much sentimentality can leave these people motivated more by yesterday than the here and now. These needs to be a, uh, there needs to be a healthy 
balance between their mind and their emotions. These Geminians hopefully learn to savor and learn from the past without leaving themselves insecure and inhibited and able to partake of today's opportunities. With a thrifty nickel cancer personality, these people are not quick to spend their hard-earned money, and their Gemini gets scattered just enough to misplace their loose change, so they're usually not the type to spontaneously spring for snacks, but Geminians born shortly after dawn are generous with their time and energy and their information too. With Gemini glibness, they're great on the phone, and with cancer fondness for public places, they're the clerks who know every aisle of merchandise like the back of their hand. And of course, they'll be eager to personally escort you to the exact item you're, you're looking for. And how common is that? So as long as these folks remember to nurture themselves, they'll stay interested, healthy, and happy in life. So that's a good mix to me because, you know, like one of the things I do love about you, Geminis, um, is like I said, Geminis are really fun and playful. But man, oh, man, is it hard to get you guys to fucking settle down, like to commit and be open with your emotions. Like it's hard for you guys to be vulnerable. And if you you get that cancer in there, cancer is that way, too. But I feel like cancer is more likely that. If they're able to to get along with you, they show their true emotions and how much they care about you. If you're just a Gemini, you're just going to, that's going to be kind of hard for you to do. But when you add that cancer in there, it really makes you more caring and kind of family oriented and loving. And to me, that's like a perfect mix to me. Someone who's fun and playful, but yet loving and nurturing. Honey, like that's husband slash wife material there in my opinion. Um... All right, so Gemini born mid-morning. So this is a Gemini with a Leo rising. <laughs> hey, fellow Geminis with Leo rising. Hi, fam. How are you? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so these are the well-informed people who inspire your confidence and hold themselves responsible for their deeds. They're not as prone as other Geminians to gloss over things and miss the point. And with their cordial open-mindedness, they are always willing to listen to ob- to objections. What's not to like? When we mix Gem- Gemini's smart elect with Leo's attention getter, we might end up with a real character. These folks are quick-witted and entertaining. With morning, with mid-morning magnetism, Gemini genia- geniality, Leo confidence, and Leo rising striking appearance, especially regarding the crown of the head, this combination usually results in an impressive uh, person. These Geminians are romantic and demonstrative with their affections and their... They've that wonderful Leo generosity. Very impressive indeed. Just pay them a compliment and see how they react. Their intelligent, well-read Gemini is usually front and center on current events and almost any other subject subject you might care to discuss. And if you think if you thank them for their intelligence input, they'll love you forever. Leo is a show-off at heart, but Gemini provides a playful quality, so flaunting their knowledge while watching Jeopardy is mostly no harm done. But if they do become uh, arrogant and obnoxious, they can promise their Gemini congeniality. They need to avoid arrogance so as not to obscure their judgment coming up with brain-dead opinions. Too often, Gemini knowledge is just superficial information, not a good foundation for a knowledgeable person seeking respect and recognition. Geminians with Leo Rising are inspired networkers um, and probably flirtatious. Oh yeah, there's lots of fun to be had here. They're great school teachers, promoters, entertainers, or spiffy clerks behind the front desk of a posh hotel. They're responsible and take their work and relationships seriously, but they still love to be noticed. 
Anyone in love with one of these people is well advised to give them lots of attention because they move along pretty quickly in the face of neglect or disrespect. They know from their life's experience for a new and inspiring opportunity might not be too difficult to find. So yeah, so if you already got Gemini who is a social butterfly and then you add a Leo rising on that, this is going to be a person that thrives off attention. And you guys know that Gemini's already get bored <laughs> easily so add a leo with that and if you're not like showing them like it said like the love and the adoration and attention they need they will be off to the next one who will get their validation of attention that they want so much from others so be careful with that don't allow that to kind of overrule you guys you know gemini with leo rising because it's okay to want to be noticed but sometimes you gotta get that validation from yourself most of all because if not you're gonna always be seeking it from other people and eventually people they get tired of having to do that all the all the time you know like because sometimes that's not what life is all about like you can't always expect everyone to just like bow down to you every single day and like oh my god you're so pretty oh my god you're so handsome oh my god you're the best at this oh my god you're the best at that it just starts to kind of sound like a robot after a while like it starts to not become genuine after a while because people will start to pick up like uh okay why do I have to say this all the time like you should feel you should know that you are this good you know like you know kind of like that so just be careful with that all right, so the next one is Gemini born around noontime, and this is a Gemini with Virgo rising. Okay, so these are the busiest minds on the planet. These people are world-class analyzers with an insatiable uh, curiosity. Now, this is like Mercury ruled on Mercury ruled. So when Virgo's natural helpfulness and productivity combined with Gemini's Mr. Nice Guy approach, an extremely modest and well-intended person is likely to emerge. Their helpfulness is second to none. Both Gemini and, I mean, birth, birth, both Virgo and Gemini hold intelligence in the highest regard. So Geminians with Virgo rising usually have wealth of information with which to solve problems and fix things. They ferret out inconsistencies, compute the figures, analyze the data, and serve up the results to whomever requires them with enough explanation and annotation to make the information useful. Whether they're bookkeepers in the back room, efficient multitasking medical assistants, or discerning retailers who know just how to display their merchandise, they never miss the details. But they're always trying to figure out this or that dismissing their feelings as womanly nonsense. And of course, this leads to misguided judgments. Knowing our will and using our intelligence are the two ingredients to smart, but smart does not equal wise. Smart is in our heads, but wise is in our deeds. If we don't act responsibly in accord with what we know, our wisdom is lost. And if we don't add our intuition to what we want to think, our judgment can't progress from smart to wise. Our feelings always need to be considered because sometimes the, wise, the wisest option won't make logical sense. Seeing themselves relative to others doesn't usually pose a problem for these Geminians due to their noontime birth. But introspection might be a lot more challenging. If Virgo the worry ward leads these Geminians down the path of fretfulness and insecurity, they can become a bundle of nerves second-guessing themselves into a major migraine. They need to zero in on what's happening inside as well as see themselves in context relative to their surroundings rather than creating problems for themselves by focusing on the little things turning mountains into molehills and micromanaging the nth degree um these geminians do better when they overcome the temptation to nitpick and allow themselves the freedom to engage in the kinds of 
thought and behavior that make for a more relaxed experience. So if you have this placement, I highly recommend that you make sure you take time for yourself because Mercury, um, you know, in medical astrology, Mercury is high for, um, you know, like, uh, anxiety and all that kind of like mental health stuff and, nerves and all that so if you let yourself get so overworked with this like you're not only you know mutable air who likes to learn and communicate and you know like study and you know like explain new things and stuff but you're also with Virgo who's highly analytical and critical of not only itself but others and it's just like if you don't make sure that you're not breathing here and there or grounding yourself you are going to end up having you're gonna work yourself into a panic attack anxiety attack any you know like all that kind of stuff so be very very careful with that you guys make sure you are taking vacations and breaks for yourself do not over fucking work yourself do not overspread yourself with that shit just take it the best just take it as it goes you know like take what you can do you know like take just take your time but also you know like play here and there if you don't you're kind of like not living your Gemini life you know and you're gonna overwork yourself as both Virgo and Gemini rising so be careful with that guys so anyways the next one is Gemini born after uh Gemini born early afternoon and this makes a Gemini with a Libra rising so these are some delightfully nice people when likable Libra's obliging people skills adorn Gemini's natural chattiness, personal interaction is practically recreational and everyone gets their fair share. Geminians with Libra use, rising usually know how to say just the right thing at just the right time. They're genuinely interested in the people and things around them and usually aware of how they're being received and willing to meet others more than halfway. Their Gemini curiosity might get them inquiring about things they aren't in any of their business. But people usually succumb to the their charms and reveal themselves because these folks are so obviously well-meaning. There's rarely any phoniness here and not underhanded conniving going on either. They simply revel in helping people. And the benefit of all this charm is that the process of who they know, not what they know, puts them in the seat of opportunity every time. They benefit from resources of others while adding their own element and improving circumstances for all concerned. However, because Gemini is born early afternoon are so characteristically obliging, they usually need to learn to be fair to themselves. Sometimes it's too easy to get the best of them. If they align themselves with people who aren't compatible, their greatest strength becomes their downfall. If they if they if their key relationships continually present obstacles to their progress they need to pull away and move along but they find it miserably difficult to do this even when it is in their own best interest they're they've a lot of i don't want to be alone in their motive so they need to avoid people who are not supportive and maybe even jealous of their pleasant nature they'll find themselves being controlled with negative words and nasty comments that erode their self-esteem they always need to expect a fair return on their heartfelt effort there's a premium on considerate fair play here and an emphasis on ethics that equips these Gemnians for the judi- judici- judiciary, uh, 
they're good teachers and honest salespeople. They might have a legginess and physical grace that greatly benefits their presentation. And although they might find themselves spread pretty thin in their quest to be all things to all people, if they're well-connected with compatible people who appreciate them, no problem. Their next opportunity is bigger and better and just around the corner. So I know a lot of that comes from the Libra aspect, uh, you know, like having a Libra rising, you guys, you guys be very careful with allowing people to roll you with negativity, um, about how they think of you because you're not going to please everyone. Um, you can be the juiciest peach in the bunch and there's still someone that don't like peaches. Um, (laughs) this is true. That's why it's just no point to focus on what people are, are saying or thinking of you because, I'm going to tell you now, anytime you're working on yourself or anytime you're looking at, you know, like excelling in your life, you're going to have those motherfuckers who hate because they don't, you know, they have a very fixed mindset of they can't make their life any better than what it is now. And so those kind of people usually will not support people who are on a growth path. So be very careful with that, you guys. Um, The next one is Gemini born mid-afternoon, and this is a Gemini with Scorpio rising. Now, this is an odd combination. Secretive Scorpio coupled with chatty, informative Gemini is a strange fit at best. These people focus better than other Geminians, but their secretiveness works against them. They need to learn how to trust. If they if they overcome their aversion to feeling vulnerable and possess enough courage to risk rejection, they do much better. Geminians with Scorpio rising are always informed. Geminians' curiosity motivates endless inquisitiveness, and Scorpio never bothers to ask for permission to find out anything so these people are usually willing to trifle through drawers and shake the hedges to find that missing piece of information they probably have no license to gather it but they'll help themselves just the same and unlike other geminians these won't reveal their purpose or their source they dispense information on a need-to-know basis they snoop around looking for clues reading the books and consulting the maps and charts piercing together answers that remain opaque to others. They do this all so thoroughly that vocationally they make excellent tax auditors or superb mortgage closers. Their informed Gemini knows all the fine print regulations and the hidden fees. An hour or two in the library spent tracking down some obscure manual for all the answers is never a waste of time for these folks, with Gemini's affinity for transportation and Scorpio's inclination toward money lending. Gemini is born mid-afternoon, makes splendid managers at an auto lot, and with Scorpio handiness, they might even like to tinker with machinery themselves. Scorpios do it now and think about it later. Impatience makes for a great deal of energy and gusto in this combination. Most Geminians are inclined toward mobility and exercise and are often found walking or jogging through the neighborhood, cordially greeting themselves and passing along some community tidbits. But these Geminians kick up a notch. Bicycling or speed walking might be more their style, and with a more intense purpose, they might not stop for extended chats. Also, with Scorpio Gutso come Avarice, Gemini's inclination towards superficiality can possibly set a trap here. Creating a person with a narrow life perspective who is all work and no play, just money, 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 Gemini's friendliness and chattiness really need to be emphasized. It's important for these Geminians to not let their mysterious Scorpio paranoia obscure their natural sincerity. Sometimes Scorpio loves to fly beneath the radar, sight unseen. So with native intelligence and a dose of greediness, they might be tempted to engage in underhanded tactics, finding themselves ultimately in big trouble 
It's always in Tricky Gemini's best interest to keep things on the top, on the up and up. If they're truthful and straightforward when they're backed against the wall, their Gemini sincerity will always pull them through. So you guys, if you have this placement, don't lose yourself in mysterious Scorpio, okay? Because Scorpios, <laughs> they they do run on a very secretive basis. They're not very open and Gemini is. So if you kind of let that go, you're not really living your true Gemini life. You have to know there's a balance between, you know, like you don't want to, you know, like let people know like things that are very sacred and important to you. But you also don't want to be like a locked box either because it's just like no one can really get to know you when it's like that. You know what I mean? So just don't forget, you know, like your true like, you know, like Gemini sense. So um, the next one is Gemini born around sundown. Gemini with Sagittarius rising. Great combination. Sagittarius is the smiley face Pollyanna of the Zodiac. Sagittarius is the wizard of winning ways. And with... A sociable dinner time birth bestowing people skills galore. These Geminians are popular, well-connected conversationalists. Even when their happy-go-lucky Sagittarius foot and mouth syndrome kicks in with Gemini scatterbrain chattiness, they're likely to come off as charming and harmless. They're well-rounded, well-informed, and fit for many enterprises. Ooh. Oh, excuse me. But in particular, travel agent cruise direction. Our timeshare representative, they're always in a hurry with things to do, places to go, and people to see. They enjoy the good life and might work as entertainers, politicians, or college professors. But no matter what they are, they're apt to be a bit of celebration. Gymnians born around sundown are often drawn to horses and wagering so high rollers that they prefer to be. You might find them at the track uh, trying their luck with the ponies. However, with this particular pastime, is a harmless diversion for most people. Gemini's with Sagittarius rising are so prone to an it's okay, we'll do better next time outlook that no matter how much they're losing, they might try again. And this, of course, leads to compulsive behavior. So these Gemini's can often become willy-nilly wild things habitually leaping before they look. They're too easily inspired and are often willing to go for broke without double-checking their facts. And because Sagittarius is acutely aware of the power of promise, they might be living in their tomorrows. This is the proverbial working man who promises the miss the miss the misses a fat paycheck but blows it all on the gray number eight horse and the number two race. False promises are a nemesis here and must definitely be avoided. These people can afford to promise what what they deliver, what they can deliver. They need to always be true to their word and avoid spreading themselves so thin that they leave friends and colleagues hanging. If they steer clear of these pitfalls, all is well. Their sweet demeanor and winning smile need to be free to work their magic without being hindered by recurring disappointments. So um, with that said, be careful with that because, you know, Sagittarius, it's their sister sign too. This is the opposition sign. Um, you, you know, like it's it's a very optimistic, you know, like I'm feeling lucky kind of combination. And as mentioned, you can end up going broke and shit by not, <laughs> by not kind of like allowing yourself to be like, okay, hey, you know, like I lost this time. I got to stop, go home to other things. Other than that, you're going to keep betting and betting and betting until you lose all your shit. Then also as well, um, Sagittarians are very known for saying, oh yeah, I'm going to do this to somebody, especially if it comes to some kind of like commitment. And then next thing you know, they too will have ghosts because 
you're like, oh, you know, like you call them up. Oh, I thought we were going to like the mall or something. They're like, oh, I decided to go on this hike. You know, it's just like, okay, so you lied and said we're going to go to the mall. And now you went on a hike because you wanted to avoid that. So be careful with, you know, being loose at the words, you guys, and not like uh, sticking to what you say. Okay, so Gemini born early evening. This is a Gemini with Capricorn rising. Um, so it says there's much more order- orderliness here than with other Geminians. This is a responsible personality coupled with a quick and efficient ego. So do what's expected, plus it's the name of the game. As children, these people act older than their years, taking a serious approach to most things things and happy to be helpful they're in good stead with their teacher and their parent because homework and chores always get done without anyone asking twice they have their air of the boss about them they're not impressed with intensity raised voices a lack of punctuality or any hint of disrespect or carelessness they're truly the keeper of the keys but the big issue here is attitude sometimes the conversational gemini is all about absent and the overly serious capricorn personality with a yearning to be productive and a business is business demeanor, Gemini with Capricorn rising is a bona fide manager. Given their likes and interests, these Geminians might work in the pharmacy or in the parts department of an auto shop. Their quick-minded Gemini teamed with Capricorn rising swiftly finds whatever items are needed to fill the order. With the sardonic cynicism of the wise old goat and their characteristic Gemini glibness, they might stand up. Uh, they might be stand-up comics or comedy writers who turn life's bitter ironies into knee-slapping feasts. Gemini's born early evening are quick-minded and informed, but their personality might be too authoritative. The their bossy demeanor can become a real pain if they don't lighten up and maintain a sense of humor. With their "I'm the boss, so do it because I said so" mentality, they run the risk of alienating people and making things more difficult than they need to be. And a reserved, unapproachable Capricorn on display makes it difficult to read them. If they avoid an overly official posture, they get better results. Even when they have a lot on their mind and a full docket of important business to attend to, they're well advised openly to openly invite the thoughts and suggestions of the people around them. If others know that the door is always open and the mind is too, they'll warm to these Geminians, giving them the cooperation or cordiality that all good business thrive on, whether in the workplace or the family room, Gemini's with Capricorn rising are well served to relax a bit and a and let a little jitterbug Gemini, the nice guy, shine through. So this is like the you know the the daddy of course of Zodiac is Capricorn, um and I can see that basically you have to be careful with letting the Capricorn energy get the best of your light hearted energy um it's okay to work but you also you know like as i mentioned in virgo risings uh with gemini sun um you can't allow yourself to get too caught up in that don't allow yourself to get very arrogant because sometimes i find that um the shadow side of capricorn can be a very arrogant um essence to them like looking down on others and stuff so just maintain still being that open-minded light-hearted you know like comical person and then allow that to shine with your Capricorn which is a very practical serious yet business-like um, persona so you mix that together you can't go wrong in life okay so let's go to Gemini born mid-evening this is Gemini with Aquarius rising 
Here we have a friendly and humorous conversationalist. Aquarius magnetism is a good compliment to Gemini's Gemini's quick-mindedness. So with a good attitude, these people are informative and willing to share what they know. Often with the hilarious delivery, the alert awareness of Aquarius rising gives depth and enlightenment to Gemini's sometimes superficial and understanding. And these Gemini's are team players, well-trained, thoroughly disciplined, and in good standing with their peers. They've read all the manual manuals and passed all the tests. They're prepared for any emergency and ready to rise to the occasion, tip-top and, sh- and ship-shape. They're not as personally congenial as some other Geminians, but they firmly believe in and enjoy community effort. They enjoy up for every meeting um, and revel in active participation. They arduously hold to the Musketeers model, all for one and one for all. Even when their peers don't know them well personally, they're still familiar to everyone and generally recognized as an indispensable part of the group. With their sharp Gemini mind and plugged-in Aquarius perspective, they're always in the know. There's a lot of magnetism here. Geminians with Aquarius rising take quickly to an regimented environment and might hold military posts. Their interests usually involve technology, speed, flight, and environments in which danger is close at hand and emergencies are part of the course. As a work environment, the airport, train station, and bus depot are ideal. But whatever their vocation of, or pastimes, Geminians born mid-evening will enjoy the team concept and camaraderie that these circumstances provide, and sometimes so much so that they neglect their home life. While the stiff spine on deck at attention to quality of Aquarius can be tempered by the Gemini's ego, more flexible approach, these Geminians might still end up lacking warmth and dismissing every hint of sentimentality. Emotions are a bit of an enigma to them. They much prefer logic. If it's not in the handbook's list of regulations, they might not recognize it as valid. It's not that they don't think of their spouses romantically or that they aren't genuinely fond of their children. It's just that they give so much of their time and energy to their successful career. Their associations and their softball team that they're simply too often late for supper, arriving home, still preoccupied by some important issues from earlier in the day, if Aquarius electric light bulb will glow more warmly for those closest to their hearts, and if they'll be a bit more generous generous with hugs and kisses, they'll experience a warmer life without ever giving less of themselves to their commitments. So I feel like with this, this is like a, this is going to be a creative, a creative kind of combo here um, and seems to uh, enjoy, um, you know, working in groups because that is like what Aquarius is. Aquarius rules 11th house, which is the house of friends and stuff like that. So I feel like these kind of Geminis will really love being, you know, like it, like it said, it has that musketeer motto of all for one and one for all. But I definitely feel like you have to be very careful as far as um, the emotional side of stuff. This is like double air here. And we all know that Aquarius is, (laughs) I know you guys hate this, but it's like somewhat, you know, somewhat true. Like I said, it depends on the chart. But Aquarius is out of uh, the standalone sign. It's known to be the least emotional. Uh, They have the hardest time connecting with their emotions so you have to be really careful with that as a Gemini, considering you already are uncomfortable working with your emotions. And to have that, you will almost neglect it completely. And 
that is not healthy. So be careful with that. Um, okay, so next one is Gemini born around midnight. And this is a Gemini with Pisces rising. <clears throat> These people are unassuming and they aim to please, but they're a tad secretive. Peaceful Pisces don't rock the boat mentality has an interesting effect on chatty Gemini. The non-combative and assuming qualities of Pisces, the cosmic traveler, blend pretty well with Gemini's sincerity. These Geminis avoid disagreement and disapproval at all costs. They keep their mouth shut and their ears open to a much greater degree than most other silver-tongued Geminians. They're intelligent listeners who not only comprehend the information they've gotten, they follow up by emotionally absorbing the deeper meaning. Their intent is to avoid intensity, so they cooperate and assist. But Gemini does love to chat, so Geminians with Pisces rising are more free with their words in less public circumstances, such as intimate telephone conversations or in the online chat room where they're physically unseen and feel more secure. They're always willing to stay on the phone with the far-flung family member, listening to their difficulties and hoping to be helpful. They're sharp-minded, quick learners, and they love to be home alone with um good book with a good book they're often drawn to photographs and illustrations and are sometimes adept photographers themselves they have an eye for imagery and are sometimes fascinatingly photogenic the compassion nature of these two signs often leads geminians geminians born around midnight to vocations that allow them to help the unfortunate hospitals mental health facilities prisons or even the humane society are institutions that give them an opportunity to care for living things. They're acutely aware that God puts us here on earth to enhance life however possible. Pisces' vivid imagination can aid Gemini's busy mind in many instances, but sometimes these folks can get scattered and find themselves confused or misunderstood, wandering far from reality, overprotective of their children, and tempted to withdraw into their own safe harbor to appease their insecurities. They're well advised to not blow things out of proportion. They need to stand they need to stay grounded to be able to discern which people truly appreciate them and which do not. These Gymnians have a somewhat delicate psyche they oft- that often leads them into marriages and partnerships with strong-willed individuals who penalize them for any misjudgment, no matter how trivial. Already delicate by nature and pr- apprehensive of confrontation, Pisces reacts by si- silently withdrawing, and that's no compliment to Gemini's need for productive communication. They still benefit from and take pleasure in communicating, so a state of code, uh, co-ed uh, reticence doesn't work well and it never fulfills them. They're wise to take courage and stand up for themselves. So um, if you have this placement, you know, Pisces is very unconfrontational. They are the great avoider when it comes to any of that kind of stuff, things that put pressure on them. You cannot allow that to overtake you guys, you Geminis, because... Um, Gemini, you know, you guys are the sign of communication. And if you allow your Pisces rising to kind of dilute that and make you where you don't really speak your mind or you're allowing people to kind of run over you or, you know, you end up escaping too much into fantasy land, it will not make for a happy person. So just make sure that you are still, you know, grounding yourself. You're still allowing yourself boundaries um, don't allow people to take advantage of you. Stand your ground the best that you can. Okay, the next one is a Gemini born in the wee hours. And this is a Gemini with Aries rising. So it says, here's a childlike conversationalist who probably talks faster than anyone you've met in weeks. 
They're full of ideas and questions and, and they've an unusually disarming charm. We open uh, we open up to them because they're interested in everyone and very non-threatening. Their honesty is second to none. They tell it like it is, or at least how they see it. They might display a lot of willy-nilly, but chances are they really didn't miss anything. It's just a flit-around impression they leave. Geminians with Aries rising are straightforward, trustworthy, and on the move with no time to waste. However, their nervous impatience here that can waste a lot of time and energy without accomplishing much. They love being on the move and need to avoid becoming mindlessly busy-dizzy. They feel sinful if they sit down or relax or just do anything. They'll do it now and think about it later until their eager behavior earned them a righteous reputation for doing more than their fair share time and time again. But their patience level wanes to say the least. These Geminians have a sit up straight attitude that usually gives them great posture, good muscle tone and an urgent, sometimes nervous quality that makes for a mighty house, mighty mouse, physical trainer. Or an energetic sports coach with action rising, uh, with action Aries rising, they just can't wait. They might be drawn to NASCAR or drag racing or fulfill their need for communication and instruction in the kindergarten classroom where they can be physically active while giving instructions. There's always an anxious, uh, anxiousness about Aries, and with Gemini's come and go, they leave others to wonder where in the world they come from. Gemini's quick minded but sometimes flighty. Hi, how you doing? Where are you from? I've been there. See you, see you later. Demeanor is in high gear with Aries rising. Um, Gemini, Geminians born in the wee hours need to think before they speak so as not to put their foot in their mouth. They're honest and usually charming in their innocence, but ideas that are extremely superficial and not well enough out there sometimes better left unspoken. And Aries personality is likely to, is likely to go charging in where angels fear to tread. So these urgent-minded Geminians need to think things through and look for the bottom line before they jump to conclusions heaven forbid they come off as willy-nilly nitwits when they're otherwise so charming and adored and i want to add with this one for those with the placement of gemini sun aries rising you know aries is very go 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 let's get shit done no patience so i feel like if you add that kind of easily um angered as well if you add that with someone like a Gemini energy that is very chatty, you will have an Aries like pop off at the mouth where you end up saying some really fucked up shit. And I mean some really fucked up shit to somebody um, because you have no filter, but you also have that Gemini intelligence of how to say things in a very, you know, like intelligent way that can come off really mean because you know intelligent people know how to get you where it hurts so be careful with that don't try not to pop off and be patient as well even when people piss you off okay so the last one is gemini born pre-dawn gemini with taurus rising these are the most focused determined articulate geminians of all and unlike most geminians they prefer to slow down and bask in the sensual or even stop to smell the roses they love beauty and their animal comforts and their clever minds conjure all kinds of ways to treat themselves better if they like you you're welcome to all the processes oh all they possess their generosity is limitless rooted in gemini's airy perception of life taurus can attract beautiful things but Gemini is in tune with the pleasures of sharing, so it's quite an awesome combination. The Taurus personality obscures much of the Gemini ego in both positive and negative ways. Taurus the banker provides stability to Gemini's hummingbird flightiness, but can also make Gemini 
Stubborn and much more demanding, an important issue here is how deliberate these Geminians are. If they think things through before they commit themselves, all is well. But the flit around quality of Gemini can make a big mess with the Taurus, the bull personality. Their focus intense and, and articulate, but mindless behavior can bring devastating consequences if these folks don't use Gemini's light touch. It's very important that these Geminians keep an open mind because their tendencies towards superficiality can leave them locked up in materialistic bullheadedness. But when these Geminians' minds are empowered with a focus on worthwhile information, they're usually well-equipped to deliver that information. They're usually, um, oh, um, where did I go from here? Oh, they're usually well-equipped to deliver that information impressively. Geminians with Taurus rising might be adept uh, orators or memorable lecturing professors. Not that they're unhappy in the cab of a Mack truck, with a, which allows them to simultaneously fulfill their Gemini wanderlust with their sedentary tourist stays seated for hours at a time. They can travel a thousand miles without ever leaving their seat. <laughs> Torian practicality is indispensable to them in their workaday work, uh, workaday world, but they'll improve their person, pers- their personal lives if after work they broaden their horizons with art, culture, and plethora plethora of different viewpoints. An extended worldview with ex- will expand their mind and give them opportunities to exercise their generosity. Generosity is one of those most useful tools and endearing qualities, and the more true friends they acquire, the more instances they afforded to graciously pick up the tab as intently focused on material accruement as they are and reveling in their world. Comforts as they do, they usually enjoy an abundance from which to share. So this is basically a Gemini that will be able to focus probably a lot more on the thing that they are pursuing compared to how Gemini with, you know, like the regular Gemini energy um, is very all over the place and, you know, multitask like crazy. So I can see this being a very powerful um, placements. So that is it, you guys. That's it for the Gemini rising aspect of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, please um, have a wonderful Monday. Please be safe. Take care of your immune system. Have fun and truly just, you know, start trying new things, learning new things that are of interest of you. This is our new season. You know, Gemini season is all about, you know, like being fun and playful and just learning new things and enjoying ourselves. So have a wonderful day and I hope you guys, you know, um, stay safe. I love you guys so much. Bye.